does come with maturity. I think the issue is when we're in our, when I know just me speaking from experience in my early 20s, the whole being vulnerable thing, I'm like, yeah, hmm. like it wasn't even weak. It was just like, okay. But now I, I, I long for that because now I realize how. At, at 21, 22, I may have been struggling with the hidden trauma that I had no idea about that I now know at 28, 29 that it's something that I want to talk about. And I know now anybody that I'm dating has now dealt with some type of trauma in their life. Right. So now I'm aware of childhood traumas and now I'm aware of how long they can, they can transcend yeah. until yeah. you attack them, how you should attack. Mm -hmm. So I think that was one thing, like, in, in early 20s, you're not thinking about that. Right. You live in... Dating, having sex, right. doing whatever you want to do. But, but the moment you get to a certain tier and you hit over that threshold, yeah. you're like, okay, you know what? Things that I did in my early 20s, that was an issue. Mm -hmm. And now I need to tackle what happened in my early 20s now in my late 20s. Right. I know it may be kind of late, but let me be more mindful about it and let me find out how I can maneuver through this. And hopefully somebody is open enough to understand what I've been through in my past. Hey, Nadja. Did too hard, bruh. Does childhood trauma affect us in relationships? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, I believe it does. I, I definitely, I, I, think it, I think it goes into um, what actually is your trauma though. Um, if you're growing up and you're you standing in a uh, one-parent household, that's probably a trauma to you, depending on how you, know, how you was raised how, or how your relationship is with your, with your mother and father. That could be a trauma. Um, did you grow up and you was insecure about, uh, or you was unsure about, um, your sexuality, that could be a trauma. 110%. Um, I feel like childhood traumas carry over into adulthood, and until you learn how to manage those traumas, uh, it will affect how you interact with other people, especially in a relationship, in an intimate setting, depending on your trauma, though. What you think? Most definitely. They definitely do. Um, I think everyone also, too, has their own uh, definition of childhood traumas. So what may what you may have experienced as a child that may have been very traumatic to you and vice versa, y'all may not think that they're equal or equivalent to each other. Um, but I, I definitely think that they do show a big significance on, or, or actually portray a big significance on how you are as an adult. For me, it comes down to your personality. How, how can you handle it? Um, if you can handle it well, it might not be a trauma to you. It might not have, you know, affect you as much as it can affect somebody else's. You know, depending on how you, how you was brought up. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that a lot of whatever you're struggling with in your current relationship, or right. if you find like a reoccurring pattern, relationship after relationship, mm. you can usually trace it back to your childhood mm. and say, oh, like, for example, I have a friend who can't take any kind of criticism from a man. And I was like talking to her about it and she said, oh, and I realized as I was looking back at my childhood, it's because my dad was only critical of me. Like anything that came out of his mouth was negative toward me. Mm -hmm. So whenever a man, AKA a boyfriend would say anything negative, even if it was to help her, she would snap, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like, yeah, it, you, those are your moldable years. When you're a child, that's what molds you, how you relate to a man, how you relate to a woman, or maybe if your dad was absent or your mom is just, abusive you know whatever it is i think that's something that you have to you have to look at your childhood and see okay what is it that happened in my childhood that made me this way that's making me toxic in this relationship facts i feel like as black people we already kind of come with trauma loki just because of like how you have to prepare yourself to exist yeah and something in that like also adding whatever you go through as a child whatever you go through like a lot of people come from broken homes like a lot of people don't know how to express love, like just all the things. If you don't really attack those, I feel like you're gonna have an issue with trying to love on somebody else and trying to make space for somebody else. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't know, but how do you, my whole thing is mm -hmm. how do you 
first of all, that's very important to notice somebody's childhood. Yeah. Because Facts. that lets you know what type of person you're going to be dealing with in a relationship. Facts. Like, so if you were a person that had to be sneaky growing up and you had to lie about shit, you're probably going to be talking to a cheating ass, lying ass nigga Ooh. in real life. <laughs> What's because that? that's what he's learned in 15, 20 years. Facts. So it's very important to know about the childhood in order to know about what type of person you're going to be dealing with. Now, the issue I run into is can you stay after you find out the traumas? Mm. And the, and the yeah. drama. So I definitely feel like um, the when you realize that uh, your trick, well, the, when you realize trauma has happened in your life is when you're triggered in the way that you respond to it. I grew up in like a military background, so my dad was very, very, very strict. Like this is what it is, this is what it ain't. Do what you gonna do, and this is what you ain't gonna do. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as a kid, I really, really harbored a lot of communication, a lot of feelings. I kept a lot of things more so like internal than I did vocalizing. And a lot of times it did result in like anger and you know, certain things that children was just kind of, it was just kind of OD. But I think at a certain age, when I was probably like 16 or 17, I kind of made a pact to myself that if I'm ever feeling a certain type of way, I'm gonna always vocally communicate it. If I feel something about it, I'm not gonna internalize it and just let it kind of like set and let it just kind of weigh out and see how it works out. I'm gonna always talk about how I actually feel. So I won't necessarily say that that's a trauma, but that's a trigger for me. A trigger for me is people that I can look at you and tell you feel away, but you're not vocally communicating how you feel. And that's a big issue. Like I see it in your face. Like you're not poker facing. It's all over you. It's all in your demeanor. Say what you feel, say what you want to talk about. Yeah, and I also, it don't necessarily have to be as like dramatic as what you said mm-hmm. though. It could be something, your, your mom and dad could have just gotten a, a divorce and that could be a trauma, you know, right. you feel me? Like for me, for, if I'm speaking personally, my mom and my dad divorced when I was, when I was five. Mm-hmm. But I want to say that it was a trauma because of how their relationship didn't work, it doesn't affect me, you know, and how I look at women or how I view women. Because they're not the only example that I'm looking at. I'm looking at other examples. We see t- people on TV all the time. We can use those as examples. Uh, shows that we watched growing up, we can use those as examples. Now, for, for those that, that it does traumatize you, um, I do feel like it has something, I, I think growth has a lot to do with it as far as your um, ability to grow from it. Mm-hmm. I think that growth is, 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 is a big thing. Um, being able to date multiple people, knowing you know what you like and what you don't like, can help certain situations and also communication. I thought you can stay if they also know their trauma. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people go through trauma and don't know it. A lot of people think that they like are good, think that it's all good, and little do they know. Like, you got a lot of baggage, you right, know what right. I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people haven't been loved properly, so you can't love properly. A lot of people haven't, like, experienced, like, a quality relationship, so you can't have quality relationships. This is always, it's like a cyclical process. Like, it just happens. I mean, but when do you think you experience a quality relationship? Because I'm yet to experience. <laughs> I mean, you know, in our, My friendships are I mean, you know, in our world, is, our world is a little different. But what I'm saying is I think, like, I, I think, I think you can have a quality relationship when you kind of, like, start working on yourself. In a real, real way. Like, I feel like, start. Like, when you acknowledge your own stuff, how you come to the pot, like, what you're bringing, I think then you kind of, like, attract people who are also on that same that same wave, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I feel like sometimes, like, we think we're ready, and we don't, and we're not ready, or we think we're evolved, and we're not evolved, and then we attract people who also think they're evolved and are not evolved. Exactly. And so now we're both hot-ass mess. <laughs> <laughs> you both are a hot-ass mess because you're going to groove feelings for each other and it's not working. And Basically. It's, it's the hot-ass mess. I would say my traumatized, again, will be with women because of the fact, like, just seeing how, you know, my household, like, my mom promised I'm sure asked me, like, because she see, you know, she helped with social media. And she was like, you know, baby, what, what is her own fans? And I'm like, and I show it to her, and she was like, wow, this is what women really doing, you know, like, and that's, you know, that's considered what entrepreneurship. So, with that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and then I guess with me, like I said, just seeing how my dad, you know, what you were saying, because my father, he's a retired fed. So, like, that's similar background, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, like my dad, he was not like imagine I bring my female, you know, to the house, and my parents, traditional parents. Oh, so what you do, baby? Oh well, 
No, you, what you want to say? OnlyFans? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as far as like when that's things like that, I guess that's considered what? Trauma? And I think it's so interesting because I've, <clears throat> this is a, well, something interesting about like childhood trauma. So I've known a lot, a, a lot of my, a few of my guy friends actually, mm -hmm. who they've been through you know, um, seeing their their parents or their their mom get cheated on multiple, multiple, multiple times, right. and then my certain friend is the type of person who saw that and used that as I never ever want to be like that. Mm -hmm. And then there are also people who are, grow up around that environment and then become a product of their environment and take that into their their relationships. Right. So I think it's interesting to think about okay, what makes what is the difference between the person who uses that as fuel because they have so much hatred towards that mm. and then the person who just like carries on their life with that and what does it take to really I you know, become that person to go against the grain rather than just going with how you were, you know. Right. right. I can say I think I think I think the different the issue is with our generation. Mm -hmm. We grew up in a in a series of different type of, I won't say different type of generations, but different type of um, situations. Like we, our generation comes from, a lot of our generations come from backgrounds of families that, or parents that have been together over right. 15 plus years. 90, the 90s. 90s, 90s yeah. yeah 90s. So like, you have parents, like we, most people look at their parents mm -hmm. as the example or what they would like to set for themselves. Right. However, you also have two in the same realm that we were growing up in. Mm -hmm. You also have those other ones that were growing up in the single parent household. Right. And the ones that may lack those mama issues, daddy yeah, issues, got all type of things that they that they are battling within their self and they're trying to still find who they are. Right. Um, which unfortunately a lot of times is more of the women population than it is the men. Right. Although we, we won't get on that topic today, but men yeah. suffer from daddy issues as well. But we'll talk about that whole, whole different topic. Right. How do we know that we have been traumatized? Oh, that's good, that's a good question. I think it goes with what you were saying though, as far as like, um, I guess your reaction to certain things. Um, you could tell, you could tell when you date somebody and, and certain reactions that they have, or uh, you know, whatever, you could tell that it, it bothers you. I would say that. Um, now, I know whether or not it's a trauma is if you see it multiple times, like the other we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. If you're able to see those same patterns over and over and over again, it's more likely it's a trauma. It's something that's bothering you. How do you get over it? To me, I feel like it's time. Time preparation. Um, it takes longer than others, you know, for some people to, to be even be in relationships, I feel like. You know, some people, you know, find people younger, 15, 16, 17. You might somebody find somebody in high school. You know, you might find somebody in college, you know. But if you're still having them same reactions to those, to whatever, you know, your trauma is, when you get to your your, your later 20s, early 30s, then you can kind of you can kind of look back and be like, okay, yeah, that's been bothering me for a minute. You feel me? That's mm -hmm. something that I can't get over. You know what I'm saying? Or it might take a little bit longer. You know, or I might need to talk. To, I might I might need therapy or somebody else to talk to to be able to, you know, cope with whatever I'm, I'm dealing with at that particular time. For me, mm -hmm. any event that has happened to you that has cultivated how you act, think, or handle yourself as an adult in a negative way. In any way, you call it trauma. I mean. It gotta be negative if it's trauma. If it's trauma, it has to be negative. So I'm getting, yeah. So in a negative way. So take for instance for me, mm -hmm. my childhood trauma taught me not to trust a soul, especially men. Uh -huh. And so I do not trust uh -huh. as easily as most people think you should. Trust. You wanna pray? I probably need to pray. Uh not right Come now. Come on, man. Don't do that. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Because I like you can't go. Lord, I've been telling you to send me a man to pray. Come on, man. Quit playing. You know, a lot of women suffer from the lack of a father in their household. So uh -huh. they kind of they kind of stationed to figure out how they want to how they want to move through life. Right. What may be best for them? What may be an avenue for them? What may be this for them? What may be that for them? And a lot of times, like you said, with their OnlyFans, that's a very that's a very deep topic for people. Exactly. And if you come from a traditional household, they're not going for that. You bringing them to your parents, and you're like, right. what do they do? Like I, same way with me, like. 
I, I now the age that I am, like when I was in high school, you know what I mean? I used to, I used to date me a little trap nigga. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure, you know, sure. shout out to him. I can dig that. But I used to date a little trap nigga. You know, do his little thing, sell his little whatever you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? That's cool. That's that's high school. Right. That's not nothing serious. But at the age that I'm that I'm at now, like. Sometimes I have a really hard time with even dating guys that may even have a tattoo past a certain level. Cause I know my daddy gonna be like, so what do he do? Yeah. How, what, I mean, what, what is his, what is his, right. what is his everyday? Like, what is his, you know what I mean? Which, if I can explain his everyday, is cool. Right. But if I tell my daddy that, yeah, he's trying to be a rapper. All right, mega well, um, we, yes. we gonna move left. Yeah, yeah I feel like trauma how you know if, if it like triggers you yeah. if you feel a very big emotionally charged reaction to it you know and even maybe your partner is telling you hey why are you you know acting like this and you're so emotionally charged like you can't even process why you're like that's just how i am or you get defensive about it you know there people will tell you certain things about yourself and sometimes we're so emotionally charged and so traumatized by the previous events and stuff that we can't even hear what they're saying, yeah. you know? Like it's hard to learn from it because we have to be able to calm ourselves down, breathe, and then realize, okay, this is a problem that, that I wasn't just born like this, right. you know? Like people don't just are born, you know, uh, paranoid that someone's gonna cheat on them or defensive or stuff like that. Like that comes from somewhere. So I think that comes with maturity. Just being able to identify that in a calm, like emotionally controlled manner. You can't not trust people though. Like I feel like you gotta. I mean, gotta I trust, trust people, people to a, I trust, you know what? I trust people as far as I can throw them. I feel like and that's because of my childhood trauma. No, no, no. And I learned that. I'm about to challenge you a little bit. We oh, might not be friends. Shit. I feel like you trust people as much as you trust yourself. No. Andy, no. I didn't no. come here to no. preach on tonight. I didn't that's come here. That's not necessarily true because if you have a cycle of people, uh -huh. different people uh -huh. in your life yeah, yeah. that break your trust, you have an issue with trusting but people. The, but the role. That's not, that's not saying I have an issue the with role, trusting me. But the role. You, I trust me. I know the, how I'm at. Right. But the role you played in that was picking the person. Good God almighty. I didn't come here for this. What happens is a lot of people, a lot of people are picking people. Amen. I don't like the way and, you say and, it. And, and they know these folks ain't no good. Huh? Yeah, and so what happens is when you pick the next person, you know you don't trust you to make a, a sound decision. Amen. And so they what happens? And so what happens is when you pick a ain't you know I'm holding an ancient ass nigga. The last time, and then you pick another one who also ain't shit. And then so now you built this this space where I don't trust me to make a sound choice. So what happens is once you develop a trust within yourself that says, I'm gonna make a good choice. I know me well enough okay. to pick a good man or female in my choice. <laughs> Come on, somebody. But like you know, when you when you know you well enough, because with me, I don't have trust issues. Cause I know for me, I only attract. Good God Almighty, I didn't come here to Come bridge. on, man. Look, I'm, I, me, me, I'm gonna attract. Let me drink my little drink. Don't know, y'all. <laughs> I'm man. only gonna attract people who are on my way. For real, like for real. Because for me, I can, to me, I can recognize from afar if me and you not gone, me and you not gone. Everybody's not that talented, though. Not talented. Everybody, everybody has a that, That's a skill. Everybody no, has, no, no, no. That's a skill. No, no. And, well, when I, I gotta deal with my trauma. I mean, simple things, like you said, working out, or me personally, just get tatted. Because that's like dealing with my, like, pain, like, you know, my pain, like, it, I guess when you go through pain, you know what I'm saying, you gotta, that's just what I do, like, I just, I would just stay in the tattoo shop, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Um, I was just trying to see how much pain, pain you've been through, too. Uh, go ahead. Uh, oh, this, yeah. Okay, oh, okay. all right, all right, go uh, ahead. Yeah. So, what are some of the ways to get over trauma before going into a relationship? I think time, time is everything. Time takes, it, it, time is, is what's going to get you to get over it the, the, the more healthy way. Um, a lot of times, man, we can wonder, we, we as people, we, we hop into different things thinking that that's going to solve our problems. And a lot of times <laughs> yes. when we hop on new things, you know, we, 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 using, we using that as a way to get over something that we probably won't ever be able to get over, if I'm being honest with you. Um, in, in most cases, um, if, if I want to go to the standpoint of when, when, if you feel like you're in a relationship and, and it doesn't work out, you're trying to go over that relationship and you go to a new one quicker than what you really feel like you should because you feel like that's what's going to help you cope when mm -hmm. you really just need time to be by yourself. It's the same thing. 
you know, time is everything. If you feel like it's something as a child that um, that you have an issue with or that's a trauma, and we can talk about, we can say as if if you was getting uh, beaten on as a child, or if you want to say something as you was um, if you was and you was actually, you know, I'm gonna just say raped or you know just you know sexually assaulted as a child. Time will only heal that. Time and communication, because whoever that you're going to be in a consistent or uh, any relationship with seriously, they need to know that. And time will only help that heal. I don't think you you can hop into one relationship and hop in another one, mm. um, and it can be healthy. Like, I don't see I don't see nothing healthy coming from that, especially if you're not willing to communicate or understand where they're coming from, you know, physically or you know, or mentally. I was the type of person that was yeah. so trusting that from afar and damn halfway up, I'm thinking, okay, they're still great for me. They're still. They, this what do mean still? Work. What does still mean? I mean, like, no matter what people say, all the you know adversities we may go through, like I still try to find the good in people. That's why I say I don't trust people that well because being younger, I have given a lot of trust to anybody for any reason because yeah. I just felt like there's some good in everybody in fact, there, there is. that I've been burnt a lot. So therefore, I mean, childhood trauma. I mean, you can see the good in somebody, but they may need to be your friend, right? Like they ain't gotta be your partner. I mean, but when you're, when you're that type of person, it's hard to distinguish like where you need to, you don't really have like categories and labels like, like you boxes you put people in, you just kind of like love on everybody. What? Not like, okay, you see, no. no. I mean, I feel like that, that goes back to like having like- We're talking about childhood trauma. Yeah, we are. Okay, All right, cool. But not on a serious note, I mean, when I would go through pain, I would just be like, man, let me just get in the tattoo shop. Or sometimes, like, because I think it was somebody, they had brought up a situation, or I think y'all y'all brought up a situation where, like, uh, I guess being open up as a man to your partner, I guess, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it was a situation being open up to my partner. Told her, you know, all, the, I guess, some hidden, hidden secrets or whatever the case might be. And didn't work out. Just... Just put it out to everybody. Social media, oh, do, do, do. I'm just like, dang. So, you know, like, that's what she, we are. She, yeah. Type stuff. So, it's just see. like, that's why, I mean, I know this kind of everywhere, but that's why certain men don't open up. Cause right. It's, like, it's the fear. And I was, like you said, I really thought Shorty was being humiliated. You know, I thought she was the one. So, I'm like, yeah, let me let me tell her, you know, certain things. So, it's just like. That's why men do, I guess, put up that forefront of masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Cause, I mean, I mean some I, men don't. Like, me personally, I don't have no problem opening up. Like, I'll take my flaw. If you use it against me, I just, me personally, I'm not going to take offense. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Shout out to this. That's what you want. All right. Bye. See, I want my yeah. man, Jerry. Come on. Get up in these titty. Talk to me. That's what I want. But, uh, <laughs> Exactly. Like what you said yeah. about jumping from one relationship to another, you can't look for someone to fill your gaps and fix right. you. You have to become whole so you can then find another whole person and partner up to have a healthy relationship. Right. So I think we just, instead of taking the time to personally develop, so when you get out of a relationship, you always learn. I feel like you always learn in a relationship and then you can analyze like, okay, where was I lacking? Like use our mind and just really reflect on that. And then even like, yo, I started reading books a couple years ago and that helped like, you know, um, how to be an adult in a relationship this is a book I read and it helped me like discover a lot about myself and my past and like, how I am, why I am the way I am, and how can mm -hmm. uh, I can be a better um, mm -hmm. person in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I think it's like exactly what you said. Jumping from one to another is is not it. You have to work on yourself, take the time, and not give in to that loneliness. And just mm -hmm. you know, being lonely. I feel like you know you have trauma when the things you want to work out don't work out. Like when you, when you constantly trying to make things work and it keeps not hitting, I think you then will kind of realize, huh, something's going on that's getting in the way of me achieving whatever goal I set, whether it's for a person, whether yeah. it's for a friendship, relationship, whether it's for a career. Like if something keeps getting in your way, you might have some trauma you need to, to, to work out. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I just, I feel like to each his own, honestly. Um, I do feel like time is, is, is essential. I don't think that you need to like, I think the biggest issue that people make is jumping into another relationship, trying to get over the previous relationship, which is gonna always be the biggest issue. Like that person that you're jumping into that new relationship is gonna always suffer the, the bunt of what you dealt with previously. They're not gonna take it serious. They're gonna, you know, they're just gonna look at you kind of crazy. And also I'm gonna add that real quick. I think also learning to be by yourself. 
um, is very, very important. Um, even without trauma, if I could take trauma out of it for a second, um, being able to learn how to be by yourself is very important. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we be lonely. We be at home thinking that, you know, we supposed to have somebody here and that and that be reasons why we be hopping from this relationship to that relationship. Um, a lot of times if we can learn how to be with ourselves, um, learn how to learn ourselves, it helps us to be able to take uh, healthy relationships more serious. I think in the long term. Mm -hmm. If you don't see trauma early, how does that affect us growing up? It thinks it makes you think that certain things are okay mm. when they're probably not. You appreciate. Um, it, it could like tap on some insecurities that you may have and increase those. So in doing that, how important is it to have a good support system? Very important. <laughs> Very important. Um, that's easier said than done, though. Um, I think if you ask that to 100 people, I mean, majority of them probably say yes, it's healthy. But you have, I think you have at least 40% of feel, feel like that um, they can do it by themselves, and we can't do nothing by it. You can't mm -hmm. do nothing by yourself. Right. Um, even if it's not financially, um, emotionally, you, you, you can use support um, in, any, in any way, shape, or form, whether it's your job or relationships or you playing sports or whatever. Encouragement helps you. It helps you build your character. It helps you stay um, um, on top of things in a lot of different ways, not necessarily just trauma, but having the support system, having, having somebody, not necessarily somebody that you're um, – being sexual with or somebody that you know that you're in a relationship with just having somebody outside that can understand where you're coming from is is very important it helps you you know do i think more than just trauma just do just um do life in general mm -hmm. um, ways to get over trauma going into new relationships go to therapy <laughs> okay <laughs> black people all people we need to go to therapy those people are not trying to be in your business it's like a legal best friend if you say something about my business, you can go to jail. But as long as you don't, I can tell you anything in the world. We need therapy. And I feel like the quicker we get into therapy, the, the better we'll be going into future relationships with other people. Thanks. The less messy it'll be. And I think for females, it's I personally, when I'm single, I... I appreciate my girlfriend so much as like even more than normal because even when I'm single, if I have three to four close, really close girlfriends, like I'm good. Mm. I don't need to be with a man in a relationship because I like have those girls, like we can have, spend the night together, we can like do things and I can talk to them about like if I'm lonely, I call them, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and just having like close friends that you can be with because man is not supposed to be alone. It says in the Bible, like you don't want to spend a lot of time alone, you know, because idle mind is the devil's playground. So at that rate, you need to have a support system, good, high-frequency people that will be there for you so you can combat the loneliness. Because, of course, if you're just sitting at home alone all day, you're going to want someone to be there, and you're probably going to want a romantic partner. Yeah, I mean, I think you can get over trauma. Going, I think you can get over trauma. Therapy is a good one. I also think when it comes to trauma, like, spending more time with yourself, right? Like, a lot of us kind of hop what you from... Mean, spending time? Like, a lot of us hop from person to person. A lot of us haven't done the work or the time to, like, spend with self. You kind of spend yeah. your life... Dating and dating and dating and feeling like you have to have somebody and having to like dive into somebody you knew and like But like really like just diving into yourself for a season can help with a lot of trauma that you experience, right? Just getting to know your value So now, you know next time I'm not gonna allow certain things to take place because I know my value, right? Like I'm not gonna turn the other cheek because I know what I'm bringing to the table I know what I have going on and, I, and you can't come in here any kind of way, right? You know, and so right. I think that, that really does help spending time with self for sure I mean for guys too. I want to go into this like I feel like uh, as our generation is changing, guys need to also be more, less masculine, uh, more open to just sharing like how they feel with their guy friends, mm. you know, because guys just bottle up everything and like they don't know how to share if they're lonely or if like they need their friends support in any kind of way and then they bottle that up and then they look for like I'm gonna sleep with all these different girls or look for a different girl to date every other week or whatever. But I don't know your opinion on that. I think I think that. In order to get to that point where you're asking for, mm -hmm. I think that they have to know and understand that they have trust with whoever they're confiding in. Right. Because a lot of yes. times when uh, guys early, when they are willing to um, be uh, emotionally, you know, tell you everything, this and third, I think to a lot of women it come off as weakness, as, as a weakness. 
Um, now that might be a maturity level as far as women, mm-hmm. but when guys see that, that's not the guy. We always mm-hmm. know that the, the good guy finished last. Like the good guy is the one that is gonna communicate with you. It is gonna right. tell you all that. He is gonna call you when he said he gonna call you. He gonna do all of that. And for somebody, you know, when we see that, and we always see that the guy, the girl always go for the guy that, mm-hmm. you know, you hit him up at at, at nine at, at nine o'clock in the morning. He he don't hit you back till about one, two, three in the afternoon. And because of that disconnect to, to them, it's like so you, you like that. You like that 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 push and pull. You like that. You don't like that automatically tell you everything. You know. Right. Now I feel like that has to do with maturity because when mm-hmm. you're over, you know, you you in your uh, later twenties, early thirties, you might be you know looking for that guy that's gonna communicate, gonna tell you his his, you know, all of his secrets. You know what I'm saying? Right. But. What, as as for a guy when he's been to situations where he has done that and that's not a, he didn't get a response that he wanted he's not gonna do that no more it's a little bit different girls might be you know more into because they're more nurturing they might be into mm-hmm. you know giving them that all at the beginning or even giving them that all and then not working out and they continue to do it mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying because y'all are more nurturing with guys it's like nah it didn't work that first time or I ain't finna try it you know the second time mm-hmm. or this third time. Because I'm not finna deal with you telling me, oh no, nah, I'm not, I'm not the one. Because I'm actually trying to communicate with you. What else? Because it's we we just gave two things, but it's a lot people could do in order to get over. The I think I think if it's like a confidence thing, like you can do things that build your confidence. I'm not saying like I'm not saying everybody needs to go to the gym. Everybody needs to like start eating, you know, grass. But you do. But, but what I'm saying is like lifestyle choices help with trauma. Like that's a real thing. Like going to bed at a decent hour helps with like getting into yourself in a way that also kind of supersedes whatever you've experienced in life, right? Like, for me, I'm like, y'all ain't getting in my business that much, but for me, like, I had some familial trauma growing up, right? Like, some some trauma with fam- family, and so what's helped me is, like, loving on me, right? Like, I didn't get the love from certain family members I wanted to get love from, but I'm gonna love on myself in that way, right. which means, like, I'm gonna treat myself properly, which means I'm gonna make sure my environment is healthy, make sure that my I'm healthy. But not to a point of where you're selfish. Because if you practice know. that too much, you can become a selfish. You don't think selfishness is, is, you don't think you need to be selfish at some point in your life? Promise of mine was my trauma high school. Yeah. So it's just like, and see, that's so, it's, it's, yeah, see, it's, it's fucked that's up. That's crazy. But don't, don't get it twisted. I don't take it out, like, say if I'm doing it. No, y'all do. Nah, I, like, if I was, like, courting you or whatever. It like prime example, like if you do some fuck shit, I'm just gonna be like, all right, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, you know what I'm saying? Just what Shorty did in high school, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though, like you say, it's some form of trauma, I'm not gonna take it out on you, but I'm gonna give you the benefit of doubt, if that makes sense. And I think that's the issue with women too. We give benefit, of, we give benefit of doubt too long, too much. But mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, like I think men, I think a lot of men. Some men don't really experience like the childhood trauma, like those yeah. that five through ten gap. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of them experience like that middle school, high school breakup that they just still trauma. at 28, 30, yeah. 35 ain't got over. Yeah, still. I mean, I'm over it, but you know what I'm saying. You ain't over. It. I am over. It. You ain't over because you still. Nah, I ain't. I mean, if I was a teacher, I'm like, hey, you're how kinda you kind of scarred. You kind of yeah, scarred from the situation. You kind of guarded. Guarded. That's so hard for guys because it's like you break up with a female and like I know right. men are traumatized. Like right. they are going through it. Because guys yeah. at the end of the day, like you guys have this masculine front, but like you're going oh, through thanks. it internally. You have no one to talk to you about it. Maybe some girlfriends, but then you just or cover it up. Or their mama. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like you guys are bottling that up. Girls get over things faster because we go to our girls and we're like, uh Shit, tell us everything, and then we're able to heal, but you guys bottle it up and then you have to break down later and try to heal. You know what I mean? I feel like you need to be selfish in a relationship. Mm. Honestly. Like, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, I feel like you need to be selfish to the point to know that although you are wanting what's best for who you're with yeah. and you're hoping and helping them strive to be the best that they can be, yeah. you still have to take care of yourself. You still have to yeah. know that you need your, you know, things that you need in order to be, yeah. you know, Happy, like prioritizing so, yourself. Yeah, I feel like you should always be selfish to a certain degree in life. Mm. I, I, and, and that's because being a selfless person taught me that. Heard you. Yeah. So, what can your partner do to make you feel comfortable communicating your childhood traumas? 
first of all, I got to see you as somebody that I want to even communicate that with. I got to see something in you that I feel like I I want something long term. For one, I got to see that you're the one before I even even get to that stage that even uh, willing to communicate. If I don't feel like you're the one, I'm not communicating shit to you. Because in my eyes, it's no need. Now, let's, let's, let's give a step. If I feel like you are the one, then it's just also that it, it comes down to communication. I should feel comfortable. It should come off. I shouldn't have to necessarily second guess me um, communicating anything with you. It should come off naturally. If, if I feel like you're the one, if you're the one, then it's, it's the communication aspect is there. I'm going to want to do things. You're not going to have to ask me two or three times for me to do some shit before I actually do it. You know what I'm saying? So if I do have a trauma or something that's bothering me, um, even if I might be a little shy to even express it, I might be a little more comfortable because I like you as a person or we have a connection. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I already know if I tell you a flaw about me, you're not going to look at me side eye and be like, oh, no, I can't focus. I'm going to go to the next person. You guys are going to take that in consideration and at the same time still be able to accept me, accept me for a, a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't see that early, if I don't see you as that one, then no, I'm not going to communicate that with you. Right. You know. Do you think that trauma can manifest as lessons and actually create um, healthy behavior in a relationship? Hell yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm on live. I definitely feel that way. I feel like, you know, not to make it like a queer thing, but I feel like as a, like queer black men have experienced trauma. That's just a reality. And so I think within that, though, some beauty is birthed in that. I always say for me, it was from my queerness that, that posture, my heart in a way, that's made me a better person because I care about people in a way. I'm, I'm kinder, like I'm more empathetic to people because I know, like for me, I went through so much self-hate and, and, and shame and all these things that I know now that to not treat people in that way. Right. And so for me, that trauma helped me to like be more loving and be more um, attentive and also be more invested in people's um, emotions and, and, and how they're experiencing if their days. If you grow up as a gay black man, you learn how to love. Fact. Because everybody hates you. Okay. And you have to learn how to love yourself first. Okay. For minute. a long fucking time. So, yeah, that's probably why you have the I'm I, sick of you. I have more. <laughs> um, you have to know if you're, you have to decide, like, do I see you this long term? Like yeah. you said. Because if sure. it's just a fling or you don't see you long term, don't talk about your childhood trauma. Because things can get really uninteresting really quick and people can get scared off real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was just talking to a guy for the first couple of weeks and then he came with, me, came with me, you know, with his childhood trauma, I'd probably be like, oh no. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. I wouldn't take it well. It, it takes a buildup. It takes like, you have to have, be fully invested into it's this relationship maybe many, many months before like that can even play a part. Because that's some deeper level stuff that you need to work out for a long-term relationship or even yes. marriage. Yeah. To piggyback off of what you said, it is really, really, really hard, and I and I side with men with being masculine, but siding with how they expressing how they feel. I think it's a very, very hard. Um, it's damn like you got masculinity yeah. and sensitivity on two different sides of the damn spectrum, like you and you're just kind of trying to figure out which way to kind of go or how yeah. to even balance the two. Right. And it sucks that you can't be vulnerable enough to the right type of person and, or the person that you want to in the fear of them bringing that out yeah, and, and against you. Right. Yeah. And um, at the age that we're at, I would pray that a lot of women and a lot of, like, I'm in my late 20s. You know, okay. So I would really hope that a lot of people or women are now in the, in the space that they need to be in to accept a man a man in his vulnerability and realize that he's now aware of what he may have experienced in his life whether it's something that he experienced as a child at five Mm -hmm. or whether it's something that he experienced as a teenager at 18 19 20. Um, because like you said traumas come in different forms women can be a trauma for a man and I think a lot of a lot of women are trauma for guys. Um, yeah. You always a lot yeah. of men have their first heartbreak and they done. <laughs> they out so, they out for the count. Yeah. They don't want to do like nothing my, else. My, they don't want to ride with it. Right. You know what I mean? Not so they looking at they looking at everybody like, nah, baby, what, what you need from me? Right. Every traumatic experience should turn out to be a lesson. It, it, if if you don't learn from anything that you're going through, then you're wasting time. You're you're, you're stuck. You, but so yeah, I absolutely do believe it could manifest into a lesson. Just learn that damn lesson, okay? And don't go back to it. So in conclusion, um, childhood trauma definitely affects 
relationships mm. in your in your in your current relationships. I, I think um, the biggest thing. You, I, I honestly don't think that you realize your childhood traumas till you're in your later 20s. I just don't, I feel like it's impossible yeah. to realize them in your early 20s. Mm-hmm. You can try to call yourself being in tune with who the fuck you are, but a lot of times you really don't realize them until you've dated yeah. enough people to mm-hmm. realize what triggers you and what doesn't. Um, true. Some people that you date may not trigger anything out of your childhood traumas. The best thing, best relationship you ever been in, mm-hmm. and then you may have a relationship that may be possibly toxic that triggers yeah. everything, and it makes you look like, damn. Okay, well maybe you know, maybe I am a communicator, but maybe I'm not an active listener. Yeah. Maybe I'm an active listener, but I really can't communicate how I truly, truly feel about this certain thing. I allow that other party to do whatever they want to do and say mm-hmm. how they want to say and move forward with it. And don't. And that, that's just that's me speaking personally. Like right, right. I, I just kind of feel like I'm a communicator, but sometimes I may not possibly actively listen to what my partner may be saying to me. And uh, communicating effectively and actively listening go hand in hand. Because you can't communicate effectively and not expect the other person. You, you, it, it just don't go. Like, you got to do both. Like, they have to go hand in hand. In conclusion, I think childhood drama does affect you in relationships, but I don't think it, it cancels you out of a relationship. I think that you can definitely um, overcome whatever you've been through. Um, I'm, I'm about to go into a workshop. But I feel like you can <laughs> overcome whatever you've experienced in your life. You can definitely get um, better. And I don't think anything you've been through disqualifies you from quality. Sometimes we think because we've been through this traumatic experience, whether it was sexual assault, whether whatever the thing may be, that now you have to settle and you don't. Like that's not how life is. That's not how life is intended. That's not how God intended for your life. And so, all in all, I think trauma shit. happens, but but you continue to happen, and so can keep continuing to happen, right? And um, and um, keep loving on people. Keep loving on yourself. Make time for yourself. That helps with trauma, in my opinion. I think also therapy is a really big part of it. You need an unbiased person to just tell you about yourself and somebody to talk to and ask you proper questions um, and check in, check in with yourself. Get rid. Oh goodness, get rid of people <laughs> who are no longer good for you. A lot of you guys, listen real quick. A lot. Talk to him. Am I here? Talk, talk to him. A lot man. of talk people have expired friendships that are still going, uh-huh. right? Like and it might be a little they, They've expired. And that smell you smell is that person. Get them out your fridge. And so reality is like, you can't keep having expired people around you and wondering why your energy is off when you're around certain people, why your vibe goes down when you link with your boy who vibe used to be up. Like people expire, not everybody, but people expire. And don't be afraid to acknowledge when someone needs to get more space away from you. And also when someone needs to be closer to you. No. In conclusion, do I feel like childhood traumas affect us in relationships? I think it does. Um, I feel like to get over that, I feel like you have to find somebody that you're um, deeply in tune with. Um, everybody don't deserve to get to even know your your, your deepest, darkest, darkest secrets. Um, mm-hmm. And so after you gotta know yourself and know who you're dealing with to be able to express that. I, I wish that we all was able to find somebody that we're able to express those uh, thoughts with. Um, that's the goal, I think, in, 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 in all aspects. Um, I feel like communication to get over those those traumas, I feel like communication is number one. Um, being, being able to communicate, uh, wanting to communicate that, um, being even being comfortable with communicating it is, is, is the number one thing in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do feel like it, it does affect this. Um, a lot of times I feel like we don't express that and that and that's the number one issue. Uh, we're afraid of the response and that's why I feel like we don't express those things. Um, but I feel like if you want something healthy, if you want something long term, um, you gotta be able to be in the mindset of being vulnerable with that person. Um, if you're not gonna wanna be vulnerable or you saying that you're not gonna be vulnerable, then you can't expect that relationship to work or to be healthy. And I feel like until you're comfortable with expressing whatever that trauma is to your significant other or whoever you're dealing with, until you're able to do that, you I don't feel I don't see that that relationship ever being successful. In conclusion, yeah, I can say the same as well. Um, more so, I'm a listener, but communication sometimes can be shit. So. You know, so you but I honestly feel like that's a big issue with us as adults, period. Yeah. I think you may have one that's a very good active listener, but don't, have, don't know how to both. communicate yeah, or one that communicates, says everything that they want to say, but don't actively take what their partner is telling them. So I and think that 
Yeah. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait. I mean, what? Y'all gonna tell what, what's going on in my, in my life? Okay, yeah, but. Yeah. yeah. You okay. gonna tell us what we ain't doing right? For sure. Right. But, but I listening? Think... I mean, but like, in her words, that's a topic for another discussion, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna... You might yeah. be right. I, like, I, be, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, lie. Now that I've, yeah, you, right. you might have a case. But in conclusion. So I think, it's, I think it's better women, we need to be more aware. Just let's actively communicate. I mean, actively listen, listen. as well. Right. Let's take what's heed. Even though it may hurt our feelings, mm-hmm. let's take what's heed to what's being said. So yes, in conclusion, childhood traumas definitely affect modern day relationships. Childhood trauma is going to affect you in all of your future relationships. But with good therapy, mm. shit, in my opinion, some good sex and some money, you will learn how to overcome all of that and you can be happy with all your childhood traumas in life. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right. Conclusion, I would say, you know, identify your toxic traits maybe that are emotionally charged and Mm -hmm. fix them (laughs) work on them before you jump into a relationship and then if you see that person long term you have to communicate about it and Mm -hmm. have an open heart and make sure they Mm -hmm. do too and make sure they're equally vulnerable about it um and that comes later with maturity so that's what i would say toast to that toast yep it's a challenge <laughs> about why women think that men expressing their, their emotions are weak. It's because of patriarchy, because men think it's weak and women learn from y'all. And the moment men wait, the moment men the moment men start making it a thing to express the other like like do, it's okay if we do this, like Let's stop teaching women that it's not okay because they're gonna continue to look at it this way. The moment y'all look at yourselves and say like, no, this is not weak, this is actually strong, uh, expressing what I, like who I am and why I am and all these things. And that's when women are gonna like, oh, okay. Because unfortunately the, 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 uh, the, on a macro level, women, they do things for, like they do things to impress men. And so they're going to, uh, adopt the mentality of men in order to make those things happen. And if you're adopting um, toxic masculinity as a woman, then mm. it's just going to be this continuous cycle where nothing's ever going to be like this. Mm. But yeah, so men, just like, you know, the women who can't think for themselves, teach them that it is okay. <laughs> you know what's kind of crazy too, though? Think about culturally, though, if you, if you look at the white culture and men, white men culture i see a lot of white guys and girls guys are white dudes are more feminine yeah. <laughs> like for real for real like way if you look at a relationship or a marriage a guy is like really emotional you know Very open vulnerable. yeah open. and like and why don't white women see that as weak, as weak? Well, on a separate horizon though like yeah. white, like she said it's yeah. so white different. Women are easy to follow suit and pursue whatever right. that white man is portraying. Yeah. As with black cultures or any other Hispanic, mm-hmm. anything outside of white. Yeah. Right. We look at it as a man, if a man is very open and vocal about his feelings, we like oh. exactly. It's like literally no. But that's because in the white spaces, you don't have to think about protection as much as a black girl does. Yeah. You know, white women are thinking about being protected by their husband as often as a black yeah. girl is thinking yeah. about he yeah. needs to protect me. <laughs> yeah. And so if you're feminine, you can't hold me down like I need you to because shit might get real. And I think white people don't think about shit getting real because shit don't really get that real, you know? Yeah. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's a good one. But you can, you protect me and still tell me about your I mean, of course you can. Yeah, but you said, but look, no, you're saying that as a late 20, early 30s, you're a girl. Tell somebody that's 21, 22, 23, that they're the guy that's telling them everything that's going on in their life. You know what I'm saying? Yes, to them, they're like, man, I ain't fucking with that. I feel like women, we love a man who can communicate in private. And the man in the world, they're like, no one can fuck Even with that. Even in private, like, though, hard. I feel like that has to do with I maturity. Think, I more. Think, honestly, I think it has to do with maturity. I think the issue is when we're in our, when I know just me speaking from experience in my early 20s, the whole being vulnerable thing, I'm like, yeah. Like, it wasn't even weak. It was just like, okay. But now, I, I, I long for that because now I realize how 
at, at 21, 22, I may have been struggling with the hidden trauma that I had no idea about, that I now know at 28, 29, that it's something that I want to talk about. And I know now, anybody that I'm dating has now dealt with some type of trauma in their life. Right. So now I'm aware of childhood traumas, and now I'm aware of how long they can they can transcend yeah. until you attack them, how you should attack. Mm -hmm. So I think that was one thing. Like in, in early 20s, you're not thinking about that. Right. You living, dating, having sex, right. doing whatever you want to do. But, but the moment you get to a certain tier and you hit over that threshold, yeah. you're like, okay, you know what? Things that I did in my early 20s that was an issue, mm -hmm. and now I need to tackle what happened in my early 20s. Now in my late 20s. I know it may be kind of late, but let me be more mindful about it and let me find out how I can maneuver through this. And hopefully somebody is open enough to understand what I've been through in my past. But you gotta you gotta give men the full range to be their full selves. Yeah, like I, I think a lot of women yeah. feel like like they police when a, a man can be emotional, right? Like, yeah, like, like you yeah. can cry at this movie, not that movie. You can cry about your homeboy dying, but you can't cry about losing a job. Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's like very specific things that man can emotionalize. And it's like you gotta give a man a freedom to have a cry moment that you don't understand and not judge him for that, right? Like, can I, can I cry about Spongebob and you not think I'm so like, like, right, can I cry or can I be unsure? Can I also be like insecure at moments? I think I think the biggest thing women turn off with a guy is being insecure. If a guy says, I don't feel attractive, a girl's like, what the hell, you a nigga, why you care? But guys care about looking good, right? The guy care about, but girls make it seem like you're the only ones who can want to look pretty. Niggas want to look good too, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real life thing, but it comes to age for sure. Like masculinity come from? Is it the women or the men that are doing this? Because she had a great point about the men making that. The men are doing it. We're just. It's like, I think it's, honestly, I think it's all like the root of it all. The root of it, unfortunately, is homophobia. Facts. The root of it is homophobia. And even now, the women I think are so on guard about the guy being gay that they like are like looking for it. Like you'll find girls who are like, oh, wait a minute, he got clear sale in his, in his bathroom. What do <laughs> What do y'all think? <laughs> like. I don't know. I, kinda, oh, I saw two lotion bottles. Right. I don't know. And it's like, damn, the record had no lotion on. Like, can he wear some lotion? I like for a nigga to be clean. I but I have a But a lot of women like a man to be clean while look, while not applying any effort to it. So like, you want a guy with perfect skin, but no products. You want a guy with beautiful hair, but no. Like, how does it, how is it gonna coexist? Like, you can't be but so great without having the preparation. And like, I have so many females like, oh, you think he? You think he? No, I don't think he's nuts. I think he is who he says he is. But like, you're so on guard. He did like men. Why does it matter? He likes you too. Shut up. Nah, oh, you ain't, like we, we, we ain't having that. Girl, oh, now you know the girl's not going for that. Like, you know that. You know that.